This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Disney Countdown Show. It is I, the Dapper Danielle, and we are so happy to have y'all, as well as Megan, the Magical Millennial. How you doing? Hello, I'm good. I am doing good, and I am so excited for this season finale episode. We this is our final episode of season two of the Disney Countdown Show, and uh, it's just it's been a great it's been a great season. We've had so much fun. I'm very much looking forward to the countdown that we have going today, which is our top five Disney shows from both parks. And I have a feeling that we are going to have some hot takes to get into today. So. Wait. It's going to be fun. The first hot take is, remember in the last episode how, well, of course, we filmed in person. So, of course, you remember that. (laughs) So, it was so fun. It was fun. But I forgot my book. You forgot the book. My, my, your, my your little, countdown book. My little countdown book that I write all my little notes on, that I put my list on, and yeah. I left it here on my desk where I film all the time. And so, it was here waiting for me when I traveled back, and I opened it up, and I looked at it, and I'm like, what I wrote down was not the same as what I said in the last episode. So no. I think there's going to be some moving around of what I probably would have put in my top 10, like in my 10 through six. I think I'm yeah. just going to have to move them to my 15 and 13 and 14 and whatnot. So okay. Uh, oh, for the bonus episode. Yeah. For the bonus episode. So yes. we'll see how this episode turns out. So I had to do some moving around, some reconfiguration. Well, we'll see how it goes. That's okay. You know what? There's a first for everything. We we just roll with the punches and uh, you know, it'll be great for the Patreon slash paid subscribers. It's <laughs> true. They're gonna have a they're gonna have a great episode and it's gonna be all the things that like, oh, what was Danielle actually gonna put at her number ten or her number eleven? Well, you're just gonna have to listen to the bonus episode to find out. But yeah. that means if this is our season finale, Megan. That this means that it. we've done twenty episodes together already. Not which is including crazy. the 10 bonus episodes. I know. I that flew by. I like where where did the time go? We were talking am, about uh, Halloween season slowly yeah. approaching and now it's now it's Christmas. Merry Hollow Thanksgiving again everybody. <laughs> right? Right? I it's like uh this whole year has gone by so fast and definitely the the 20 episodes it feels like we just did our first one and it's uh it's been so much fun uh we've gotten you know we've gotten to know our amazing our wonderful patreon fam we've gotten to know you guys thank you so much for for listening to us and listening to our voices in a very different format than what we usually do on social media so we appreciate you listening in every week and it has been a great time we've got we had some very special guests on the show and week to week it's been a blast um i've just i've had so much fun Oh, well, I guess we can tell everybody that, hey, y'all, we're going to be back again for season three of the Disney Countdown Show. Uh, We're going to be back back. in January of 2024, and we're already kind of like pre-planning out like, okay, are we going to talk about different topics now that the the SAG strike has uh, been like taken care of that's all good we can cover all different topics we can bring in all these different people as well now so Mm -hmm. i'm I'm excited for next year already and we haven't even gotten to there yet 
I know, me too. Yeah, we're going to get to talk about some movies, which is pretty good, or TV shows, Disney+, Plus, all that good stuff. So that was off limits for a while, but now we can. And we're going to have some fun, fun episodes, and of course, the bonus content for you in the new year, which, uh, first of all, again, cannot believe that it is already almost 2024. Blows my mind. Well, and Megan, I don't know, this, being out in California also here just this past, has it only been a weekend ago? Well, since we were filming this episode. But it's almost Basically, been a, a, over a week. Oh, a little over a week. Yes. Uh huh. A little over a week. And the amount of people that even me and you walking around Disneyland together ran into of people coming up and just saying to us, oh my yeah. goodness, we love the podcast. Yes. I, I was not ready for that of like how much we had that also. And I was just like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. thank you so much. I know, I know. It is so cool. I mean, we, obviously we love and we appreciate you guys watching our content on on TikTok and Instagram, but we definitely, definitely appreciate you listening to us on the podcast. It's it's new and I love being stopped for the podcast and just thank you. Thank you for, again, for listening to us and maybe watching us on YouTube on Fridays. But uh, yeah, that, that was definitely, that's that's a new thing and I love it. I feel like people don't really get a sense of kind of who we really are in conversations. You know what I mean? Like we're, when we curate our content, it's something that we put out there that we want people to see. It's not like they have this organic conversation with, with other people that they can listen to. So it's a different, um, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just a different style, you know, and it's a different side of us that some people can see, which I really enjoy. It's not a quick one minute segment edited. of us it's uh yes. much much longer for some of our episodes depending on how much rants i get into but <laughs> right right oh no and that's that's exactly right too it's that we can um voice our honest opinions on things which right. i really appreciate yeah because you know sometimes you can't really put that out there on the tiktok <laughs> for it's disney a conversation that has been kept <laughs> just for the podcast family and just for the bonuses family you know <laughs> yes yeah oh definitely definitely for the bonus episode family yes <laughs> personal in those oh goodness we do whoops that's okay um but uh speaking of social media and our platforms we want to thank you guys so much for following us this whole time at disney countdown show on instagram tiktok and threads pod disney on the x formerly known as twitter and then of course for myself the magical millennial underscore and the dapper danielle on all of the socials we do appreciate you still following us there. And uh, like I said before, we do have our full podcast episodes on YouTube and that's usually up on Fridays. So if you want to look us up there, it's youtube.com slash countdown network. So um, you can see our lovely faces as we chat about these amazing topics and countdowns weekly. (laughs) And I I think like y'all make sure you're following along with the Disney countdown show, because if we're we do have a bonus episode or actually just like a special holiday episode that we will be releasing in December but we don't really have anything else until the new show goes live in January so make sure you're following along on either Instagram or Twitter or I don't know if you necessarily can follow us on Twitter mostly the Instagram and the TikTok that's where you're going to see see the stuff first (laughs) but make sure you're following those because once we post updates of like hey we're going live at this time in January or uh, there's some updates especially like Patreon family we we love our Patreon family and we just finished a great hangout just the other day with them and uh, we're going to try to be posting on there too because we have one more hangout we are going to do in December as well we'll talk about that a little bit more later uh, yes. but make sure you're following along with the socials so you still stay up to date even if we're not releasing a new episode in the month of december 
Yes, yes. We will be taking a few weeks off, just a little break, and then back for season three in 2024. Yeah. Very much looking forward to. Yes. And then again, we do appreciate you guys also leaving us some reviews for the show. Really mm-hmm. appreciate that. And we have some new reviews that we would love to uh, to shout out today. Um, and uh, yeah, do you want to get into it, Danielle? I think we'll get, yes, we should totally get into it. And for y'all, when you're, when we're reading these reviews, again, we're reading these off of Apple. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you're going ahead and giving us those stars. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, but to actually be able to write out a review that's over on the Apple side. So that's, that's what we're reading off of. Just letting y'all know, or feel free to DM us your reviews also again, over on the Instagram or over on the TikTok. We will, we'd mm-hmm. love to read those also. And yes, we only have time to read four of them, but there are so many of you that have been writing fantastic reviews and we appreciate it so, so much. We are going through and we are reading them and we are saving them for next season. So thank you so much. We genuinely (laughs) appreciate it. And Megan, I think you should read off this first one right here. Okay. Okay. I love this first one. It is titled The Sword and the Proposal and it's from Disney Cruise Couple. And they say, first of all, you two are amazing. The podcast is amazing, and I love listening on my commute to work. Your tips and suggestions have helped in our recent trips to both Disney World and Disneyland. You guys are perfect together, and I can't wait for the content when you guys are on the same coast together. Oh, so this is before you came over, Danielle. Oh. Um, (laughs) Howdy from East Tennessee. My name is Susan, and I have to tell you about my happiest time at Disney. The episode about Miss made me want to share. 13 years ago, my boyfriend Joe and I traveled to Disney World for vacation. On our Magic Kingdom day, we met up with our cast member friend, Valerie. At the time, she was in guest relations there. She took us around, got us awesome parade viewing, and we even got to pull the sword from the stone. And as our last treat, she took us to a back room at guest relations. The other cast member told us to say the magic words. And one bibbidi-bobbidi-boo later, we were meeting Cinderella. At the end of our pictures, my boyfriend drops to one knee and asks me to marry him. Oh, my God. <laughs> no way. Okay. Sorry. I just got really excited. Oh, it was also his birthday and his first time at Disney. Of course, I said yes. 13 years later, we are happily a happily married Disney-loving couple. P.S. I sent Danielle pics uh, on Facebook of that day. Wow. Oh, my oh, gosh. I'm going to have to go back and look because I don't check Facebook at all. So I'm going to have to go back through and read. I I will be looking at you this later on, Susan. Susan. Thank you. Yes, Susan's message. I got I want to see him, too, so you got to share him with me. That is an amazing experience. Wow. What? The way that's the most magical trip I've ever heard he, of. Wow. He was like, no, no, no. Okay, this is my one opportunity. First time. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm getting into. Cast member friend Valerie. I'm putting my full trust in you to make this super magical. Bada bing, bada boom. We got the Cinderella's. That's amazing. With Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Gosh. That's amazing, Susan. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Give me that goosebumps. Was a great <laughs> one. Oh, thank you. Okay, well, it. this next one is from Kara R18 saying, Love it. Five stars. Thank you very much. I started by following both of you on TikTok, then saw the podcast, and I screamed. Thank you. (laughs) Love both of you and love both of you together. Thanks for being a great Disney podcast with great subjects that I'm really interested in. You girls, gals, rock. (laughs) Thank you, you, Kara. Oh my gosh. Appreciate that. (laughs) Yes. And thanks for following us on TikTok. Also appreciate that too. Yes. Um, All right. Well, that is a great one. And this next one is titled Simply Magical from Ella Enchanted Disney. And I love that username. 
She says, I was able to meet both Danielle and Megan during Dapper Day at Disneyland, and both of them were just as kind and genuine and personable as they seem on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It makes it even better knowing this isn't just some job where they put on a show, but that this is actually them being themselves. It makes it feel like with every episode, they are really inviting us into a conversation where Disney lovers can come together. As an Anaheim local and Magic Key holder, I love listening to Megan's part of the list and being able to totally envision exactly what she's talking about and pick up ideas for my next visit. As someone who's only been to World twice, I love listening to Danielle's part and feeling like I'm not so far away and putting together ideas for my next trip, hopefully March of 2024. Oh my gosh. I Ella. Oh, Enchanted Disney. Oh my gosh. That is, oh, what a... What a lovely message. And I'm so happy that we were able to meet you on Dapper Day, which yes. was uh, which was an evening that Danielle and I were together, as well as our producer, Danny, and Santa J. Claus. That was just a, a momentous day at Disneyland. So um, I'm so I was happy we were able to meet you. But it was, it was so it was great, though. I think it was like, it was decided physically to exhausting. It was emotionally re- exhausting because I love I did. I loved meeting everybody and hearing everybody and just being like, oh, my goodness, Danielle, you're on the wrong coast. I had a lot of that, actually. <laughs> you're on uh, the wrong coast. <laughs> right. Uh, like, uh, no, I actually I had a security guard over in Carsland the next night. And he's, he comes up to me. He's like, Dapper Danielle are you lost? You don't belong over here. I'm like, Matthew, I don't need this right now. Do you know where you are? Do you know where you are? It was great though. It was so great. Uh, But no, I love that we got to meet. uh, I'm I'm glad we got to meet you. That's so fantastic. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, we both have lists that make you feel a certain way about your, uh, your time at Disney, both at land and world. So I am so happy for you. And uh, your potential trip to Disney World in March of 2024. That's exciting. Very exciting. And that's the weird weather time where it could either be really cool or very delightful. I know. You never know. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> well, I, we got another one by Disney Sarah 23. And y'all know that this is somebody listened to the first episodes because <laughs> it's five stars. Jiminy Cicada. It is a great Disney podcast. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I have followed Dapper Danielle on TikTok for a while. I found this podcast when she mentioned it in one of her videos. It has been a great podcast that I have had added to my other Disney podcasts that I listen to. I love the random tangents that they go on and off of. And I love the list. And I have even learned some new things. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Appreciate it. Yes. Thanks, Sarah. I love that. And I love your title for Jiminy Cicada, Mm. the icon, the icon himself. Y'all still, (laughs) y'all still calling me out on it. Even after the season finale, it's, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. On the season finale. Right. Oh, it will never, it will live on forever. First like two or three episodes. It's gotta be like, I feel like it's episode five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one Classic. of those things that still haunts me even into season three. It's going to be She'll fine. never live it down. I'll never no, live it, it is, down. <laughs> I think it's going to be the mascot of the Disney Countdown show, honestly. <laughs> Chris, as we get into uh, next season, he's going to come up with more games like that for us. And we're going to have more time to really get into it and do those sound bits and clips. I know he's excited for it. I'm, I really I'm hope nervous, so. That one was but... funny. That was a funny one. Yeah. I love just, oh my God, we were, that one cracked me up. We had two pretty good ones that I was just, I was dying at. So I hope that one comes back. (laughs) (laughs) What was yours? Keynote speaker? (laughs) Be our keynote speaker. (laughs) So be our guest. (laughs) 
That was the other one. I was like, oh. I was right, though. It's not like I was wrong. I mean, you technically were correct. It was just guest instead of keynote <laughs> yes. speaker. You, we were, it's one of those things you been, overthink it. I know. I know. It should have been like what our um, customers called at Disneyland or something. Do you know what I mean? Yes, and exactly. Like, oh. mm, anyway. No, anyway. Chris does it on purpose. He does <laughs> no, it on he purpose. No, he totally does. <laughs> He's a smart man. Um, and we also, Danielle, have some new Patreons. We have quite a few new Patreons yes. that joined our Disney Countdown Show fam. We have Kimberly, Jennifer, Lindsay, Ryan, Brooke, Amanda, Hugo, Sarah, Michelle, and Chris. Welcome, wow. you guys. I know. I know. Wow. It's just, this is so exciting. And we're so excited to have you for our December virtual hang that we're, it's coming up in a few weeks. So looking forward to seeing you, meeting you. And welcome to the Patreon fam. And I hope you love these bonus episodes that are coming your way. You, they're a treat. They really, they're really are. are. <laughs> they're a treat. We just, that, those are the ones where we have to like consciously like tell ourselves to stop talking. <laughs> Like sometimes like, we'll just go off. So in the last hang, you got uh, in the last like family patron hangout, you got stuck in the parking garage. And by the time we were supposed to be hanging out. <laughs> I was in Mickey and friends parking. Yes, I was. And then we, we kept talking and we kept having such a good time. And then Megan's like, I need to leave the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I need air. I have to go. Which was fine. I, Megan, I ended up talking to everybody like for another hour after you had to leave. You did? I because I can't know. stop talking to the people. <laughs> and that's okay. And I'm so like happy about that. And I love that for you. Um, yeah. And I, I do love talking to people too. I swear. It's not like I was like trying to like, you know, work myself off the phone. I was just, I, I had, a, I had a job to do that night. I, I literally was going to work that night and I had a schedule and I had to make world of color at nine o'clock. So I like needed to scoop myself out of this parking no, structure. And that's why I was just like, that's so, fine. I'll talk to the uh, Patreon family. It's cool. Which thank you for, for taking over. And I'm sorry guys for Great. the Patreon fan that is listening. I'm sorry. I had to, to dip out early, but Thanks for being there. It was very amusing. Um, but yeah. Amusing. Good. Okay. Yes. And if you want to join our magical fam and be a part of these conversations and and just listen to Danielle's rants even even more, uh, you can go ahead and click the link in our episode notes or go to patreon.com and search Disney Countdown. And again, we are very much looking forward to our December hang. That is uh, the one thing we'll be doing in our little break-in seasons here for Disney Countdown show. So very much looking forward to seeing you guys and seeing all of our new Patreons. Oh, and Megan, real quick. Um, so our producer, Danny, has also told us that he has worked up and kind of acquired some goodies that he wants to give away to the Patreon family as well. And we're going to be playing a couple games. So we'll, let me get like a little holiday party in the middle of December. We got oh, some yay. Funko we Pops. Some little oh, prizes. Oh, that's so awesome. It's the it's the season of giving and we have some oh we have some really fun Danny is showing us off the screen here. We have some really fun prizes to give away in December for a, a little bit of an early Christmas present for you guys. Yeah. Some really cool Funko Pops. We got some Santa Mickey. We got some X-Men. We got there's Santa Mickey again. <laughs> So I think we'll, again, make sure you are paying attention to the Patreon page or onto the Patreon Facebook page, and we will be giving you updates on when we're actually going to be doing that once me and Megan get through Thanksgiving and finally figure out our schedules. And then we will be planning this and we will give you all the details. So make sure you're paying yes. attention to all that. Looking forward to it. Yep, yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now, Megan. Yes. 
while I was out there in California, you were giving me a lot of updates. You were telling me a lot of stuff. But when I left, Jungle Cruise was still under construction. Is that correct? Jungle Cruise was having a bit of a makeover in certain parts of the ride. And it is, I believe it's done, quote unquote. I just went on it today to see what the update was. And really, they just put some writing on something. And that was about it <laughs> since the like the last time I went on it two weeks ago. Um, said it was so like, yeah, it the temp, not not the temporal structure, but like the overhang shine. where the uh, the the tiger is, right? Bengal tiger is yeah the the Bengal tiger is in one of our very first scenes on our jungle cruise and there's a shrine that it's uh is under that is no longer there um it was taken down and there's like these uh wooden walls next to the tiger now that say certain words on it and I'm so sorry I cannot remember what they say that it was just added because again a couple weeks ago those words were not there um and so yeah the shrine is gone not sure what the decision was there, why that happened. I thought it was a very good scene. Um, And I'm not sure why they changed that. Uh, Also uh, squirt, the elephant that comes up out of the water and pretends to squirt the boat is not, was not there. The second African elephant is still missing and uh, the piranhas are not there right now either. So yeah, Jungle Cruise, Jungle Cruise is going through something right now. Uh, Not, not quite sure if things are going to be permanent in the next, you know, couple months, we'll see if things are added back. But there are some things that were taken out, which is very okay. But did your like did mm-hmm. a while back while Disney World's Jungle Cruise queue line got rethemed to the whole mm-hmm. Society of Explorers and Adventurers um, with Alberta uh, Falls? I think is what her name. Oh my gosh! Oh, yay! I think so. Has did yours ever get updated? No, no. I, at least I don't think so. I don't. I don't think the queue ever got updated but please don't hold me to that because i don't really pay attention in the queue and i definitely don't pay attention to society of explorers and adventures so um don't hold me to that because i will uh, have to investigate for us and i'll find out <laughs> please please do i mean i'll i'll be i'll go tomorrow i'll go see what if the queue is any different but like i don't know if i'd even be able to tell you because i i don't know what it was like before <laughs> interesting because so, i feel like they don't you how much i pay attention in lines i mean <laughs> but if you're distracted or you're talking with somebody else that you're standing next to like i get it like most people don't i'm just the one of the weirdos that just, looks through and like looks at the details i'm like oh my goodness they changed the paint color look at that there's a new photo there on the wall like i'm the, usually the one that notices that stuff no that's a good thing that's a good thing Jenya. i am i am the bad the bad woman on her phone i'm just constantly you know doing something on my phone so it's it's bad i know it's a bad habit but well part of my job i guess that's okay i mean you're you're supposed to be on your phone you're supposed to be making content and usually like even i was impressed with your ability to walk and text at the same time when i was there with you because you were answering like three (laughs) different people's questions and then we filmed the piece and then you 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 were like making sure it was saved properly and i was just like wow i could never i do not have that kind of like hand-eye coordination to be able to do that but you do megan (laughs) you know the multitasking I've, i've gotten a little better at it over the years since creating content. So thank you. Appreciate it. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but thank you. <laughs> oh, you okay. Ran, random tangent in the middle of the podcast. Uh, yeah. So in Disney Springs, we have these palm trees, right? And they have lights on them all year round. Yeah. Well, and then during the holiday season, they add like a little bit of red and green on top. But the rest of the white lights, they stay all year round. And that happened after the second or third year of Disney Springs being open. 
Oh, okay. Uh You know why? Why? Because people were walking and texting at night and running into the trees and breaking their noses. No way. (laughs) Oh, no. So we had... I never heard that. Yes. Well, I only knew because I worked there and I was a facilitator, like, training and walking people around. And that was, like, one of the main safety things that we had to talk about in in our tour was, hey, while we're out on tour, make sure we are not texting and walking at the same time because we do not want to act as foolish as our guests. And oh my God. so that's why the trees are lit. Like, cause they're, 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 you can walk up to them. You can pose next to them. They're like really cute, iconic. Look up Disney Springs town center. It's the first photo you see, especially during holiday yeah. season. But those palm trees have lights on them all year round now because people walking and texting at the same time. Oh, that's so funny. Wow. Whoops. <laughs> it's very funny. They're not, they're not as, uh, as, uh, like, hand-eye coordination as you are Megan that's really what it is <laughs> yeah you know it's a, it's a learned skill I guess <laughs> well speaking of other things that you've taught me Megan yeah these Santa Anna's I did not even know they had a name until we were in the car and you were driving me back from filming the last episode. And then the car, like we were coming down this hill because again, Florida does not have hills and we were coming down this mountain hill thing. And all of a sudden this car started shaking. You're just like, Oh yeah, it's just the Santana's trying to pick up. And I'm like, what is that? Is that like a witch <laughs> of the mountains of California coming down and like attacking the vehicle or something like that? I was I was so con- yeah. confused. So you're gonna have to yeah. explain what that is. Yes, yes. The Santa, Santa Anna's are. I, you know what? I don't even really un- understand how wind works, and I've had it explained to me multiple times, and I still really don't get how it starts or where it starts. But we have a wind and a like a pressure system that uh, brings wind through Southern California, and it's it's wind that gets up to like gusts of there well the recent bout there there were gusts reported up to ninety miles per hour in the Santa mm. Clarita area, which is crazy. And, uh, but usually they'll be average, um, maybe 25 to 30 miles an hour and then gusts of like 40 to 60. So these Santa Anna's one level, one, two level, uh, winds right there. They cause it, they cause a lot of damage. And those are the ones that unfortunately will start a lot of our fires in Southern California. This is technically our fire season. Luckily it had rained two days before that. So a lot of things were still damp. Um, but yeah, those are the ones that cause the fires and, they did come through recently, just like a day or two ago. So um, a lot of some damage was done at, at John Wayne Airport. It actually flipped a small aircraft. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it flipped a plane, and um, you know it does a lot of damage to the trees around. And uh, it, it did actually take down. I don't know if you all heard about this. There was a story where it did. Uh, uproot a light pole in on Main Street in Town Square um, for so use odd. for the parades. It's a per- I know it was a permanent fixture for the parades, and it did um, knock it over in the morning. So that was um, very very scary. Unfortunately, there were guests that were injured and had to be taken out of the park. So um, yeah, it it's yeah that's the winds were that strong and but that's not normal for you guys at all over there not at all i mean not at all no i i lived in a little bit but oh totally totally used to them yes i i but i remember waking up in the middle of the night because that's when they started and i was like dang these are strong these are big ones and then i woke up in the morning to go to the parks and i was driving down the five freeway with both hands on the steering wheel like keep your car straight there i mean it was really blowing us everywhere so i 
I had never felt that in a long time. I grew up in Southern California, been here since I was nine years old. So um, I hadn't felt those ones in a quite a while. I was like, dang, these are strong. And that, the record, the record was 93 miles an hour up in Santa Clarita. So yeah, they were, they were good ones this time around. Um, and luckily as of right now, they've, they're gone for now. But uh, yeah, those are the Santa Anas, everybody. Welcome to Southern California. <laughs> I still think it's a California witch with like crazy. This is this is what I picture, right? Honestly, when you said Santa right. Anas, I thought it was like a witch, but like a California witch. So I mentioned too much Botox <laughs> and some crazy spray tan and some bleach blonde hair and her just like cruising on down on a broom and just going, Yes, let's go get some mocha, whatever, and like go right. do yoga. Like that's cast her magic. <laughs> like according to my knowledge of where wind comes from, it might as well be a witch that's casting her her spells. <laughs> that's where we're gonna make this a thing, Megan. You have the Santianas, and then we have Florida man. We have two different, yes, two different yes, mystical exactly right. beasts. Yeah. for I mean, each of our uh, they they just get so they get so bad. Like I again don't know where they come from, um, but yeah. I mean, lightning's what we have to worry about. That's that's our you got lightning closest thing and and the storms. Yes, yes. More more water and lightning. Like we get wind, but not like not to that kind of level. If we do, there's a hurricane attached to it. So right, right. No, ours is just just wind, and it's very dry. Here. A lot of allergies pop up around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I Good mean, time. I was I was sniffly there randomly in, during the middle of my stay there. And I'm like, nothing is happening. Nothing is blooming. Why am I sneezing like crazy? <laughs> it's just dry as heck. That's that's the only reason. Oh, gosh. Well, so, I yeah, do think. So fun. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with me. But I think for our next couple topics, I think that categorizes as Disney news. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. Pops up and does a little news dance in the corner. Uh, But yes, okay. Megan, some news from my side. We were talking about this as we were seeing the live reports of Jollywood Nights because that was happening while I was out there in California and we were seeing all these negative reviews. I was was a little concerned for Jollywood over there. Yeah. Right. What, uh, what happened? <laughs> well, so I well, a lot of things happened. I think number one issue that they did had was that it was a PR night at the same time it was the first night. So you had okay. media, social media influencers, you had everybody and their brother showing up to the first party, a first time event that this park has ever seen before. Mm-hmm. And they're expecting it to run perfectly with so many people. And so many like food review people standing in one line. It wasn't a natural organic setup, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And really what they should have done is had a separate media event. Which, yeah, because they usually do that for these kinds of special nights. Right. 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 Yeah. Hmm. And the overall responses were so bad that they ended up changing stuff already. And it's going to be effective immediately. I think some of the issues were uh, characters. There weren't enough Mm -hmm. rare characters or enough characters in general to justify, hey, going and meeting these people. So they've now introduced, uh, who was it? Snow White and Dopey together, which is really cute. Mm -hmm. We have Mary Poppins and a penguin. I love the penguin. Oh, that's that's cute yes um and then we also have who else do we have oh we had santa stitch 
which is great. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's Santa adorable. Duffy. Santa Duffy. Wow, that's a that's rare. That's a rare one. Super, super rare. So I I was excited to see them bring some of that back. They also changed some of the check-in for some of the other uh, virtual queue things within the park. They've already updated that. They've added more servers, more tables to some of the really popular items. They they have gone through and fixed a lot of things. And people that have gone and uh, experienced this party now after not being the first night have already said what an extreme difference this is and how much it has okay. fixed this party. So I think it's just going to be a learning thing altogether but again y'all this is why i never go to the first night of most things <laughs> yeah i think that's a, that's usually a smart move they really got to work out the kinks typically on those first first nights i i was kind of there for it i think it was for sweethearts night i did go to the first one this year january 31st yes yeah. with my now fiance and um there were some there were some issues here and there so you just gotta, if you go the first night, great, but just realize that there might be some uh, growing pains with oh, yeah. uh, these special events. So, Especially when it's um, a brand new special event too. Brand, brand new. Exactly. Yes. First year and everything. So I'm glad that they made those changes. I'm glad that people are liking it more because yeah, I, I did hear about those reviews from the first night. So hey, <laughs> before I go, that's all I care about. <laughs> And this, yes, yes. And when is, yeah, when are you going again? What's your date? I'll be going, actually, I'll be going twice uh, with two different groups. So I'll be going right okay. after Thanksgiving on the 29th. And then I'll also be going okay. on December 4th. Uh, awesome. So those will be kind of close to each other. But I think the other thing after reading the past reviews too, was it all depends on the group of people that you're going with. Mm-hmm. If you're but going with people true. that you yeah. don't enjoy hanging out with, you're not going to enjoy your time either. So yeah. I'm excited go for the friends. people I'm going and hanging out with. Good, good. I think that is a very important factor as well. Yeah, in your experience. All right. Well, I'm happy about that. Um, Our next news item is that uh, Josh Diamaro has spoken about the changes and all the good things that are coming to the Disney parks. And he basically said, hey, we're going all in. We are making these giant changes. um, And he highlighted the new Indiana Jones ride that dinosaur is transforming into over in animal kingdom. Um, and just saying we are going to improve. He said, yeah, he, it was, he never came out and stressed. I think that's what I think a lot of people are misconstruing is that they think that he just came out and did confirm that. Oh yeah. It's going to be replaced with Indiana Jones. He never technically said that he said it could he fit. Might. With Animal Kingdom's narrative. He did. He said might fit. Yes. Mm, it's all the verbiage. Because ha- nothing's yeah. been oh, set in stone just yet. I mean, we kind of guess that's what's going to happen, but they don't want to put a firm thing on anything yet. So what? So was that technically still like, quote unquote, blue sky when they said that at D23? I mean, yeah. Until bra- ground is it broken, was. until construction walls are up, I'll believe it when I see it. Again, that is the main mission <laughs> of the <laughs> podcast, Megan, is I'll believe it That's when true. I see it. Uh, that's yeah. true that's and true so he but, was saying all this also while he was out there in the new frozen arendelle kingdom over in hong yes, kong which in hong is kong beautiful it's gorgeous it's gorgeous i've seen so many videos on it it looks amazing the the castle the ta- little town itself um plus all the rides i was super jealous looking at it on my phone <laughs> so it looks great and i want to plan a trip to hong kong now <laughs> Yes. Well, we got to wait until everything else is open over there, though. 
That's true. Yeah. Right? Because this is only I the agree. first beginning phase of most of this. Yes. There's going to be expansions. There's going to be more stuff just changed, put in. Um, and that's off of the whole Walt Disney Company's announcement that it would spend $60 billion, with a B, $60 billion on improving global properties over the next 10 years. So, wow. That's a lot of I have a laundry list just on what they can fix in Disney World, and I think it's already... <laughs> if you need ideas, Disney, um, we have them. <laughs> you don't have to figure out everybody else's budget We can get into it, for well. sure. Um, I have already the Tomorrowland revamp. I have... Um, what else? What else? I mean, apparently we're getting like a whole new. Yeah. Okay. There, yes, tomorrow. How about just Tomorrowland in general? Tomorrowland, <laughs> both in Magic Kingdom and Disneyland. Yeah. She's sitting right there. She's waiting. Some TLC, please. That's all she, she asked for. Love and care, please. People mover, please. Again. Back in Disneyland. The, 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 there's all these things of like, oh yeah, this will happen in the next 10 years. 10 years is still a long time. And it is a long there's time. still... How many more? There's at least five more D23 uh, conventions during that time. In that time, yes. There'll be many more Blue Skies projects and there'll be many more taken away from us that we're just like, but why? So, again. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of Blue Sky, I'm so mad, Danielle. Actually, shortly after we met or had our last in-person recording session, uh, they announced that Beast Library is closing permanently at the animation building. I don't know if you went in there, Danielle, when you were there. But I'm sad about that because it was there for park opening. It's been there. It's been there since park opening. So for 22 years now, over 22 years. Yes. And it's the second room in Sorcerer's Workshop inside the animation building. And I am bummed. Uh, I'm not only bummed because of the nostalgia. I love that room. I think it's a great place to escape to. has really good AC and not a lot of people really know about it because it's so hidden. Mm -hmm. But it's also just the fact of what they're using it for. Um, Blue Sky Cellar is currently right next to Wine Country Tutoria. It's a tiny little building that you would not even know about off to the side as you're walking to Wine Country Tutoria or Sonoma Terrace. Yeah. And they're moving that to the beast library they don't need all that space for that it, by any means um what is it? and like, they're it's using the... it's just it, it it's it literally has galaxy's edge in there it still shows galaxy's edge like it's the blue sky cellar meaning it's the future projects that they're working on and what's on display right now is galaxy's edge uh, okay. i kid you not maybe <laughs> maybe maybe what it is is that they are they finally have permission for the whole new second phase of Disneyland. And maybe, maybe they have they such may, a big need space, more space for it. Okay. So that's that's one theory. That's one theory. So maybe they probably will add more to that room and the cellar itself. But also the Blue Sky Cellar now, that little building, is apparently turning into a DVC lounge. Because lord knows we don't need more dvc things in the parks whoever is a dvc member sorry to all you dvc members i'm happy well, for you congratulations you guys even but like, have there, DVC? there is a yes there there's a lounge in the um now almost abandoned star wars launch bay there's a whole lounge in there for them and they've got they've got unlimited unlimited uh soft drinks they've got unlimited snacks you can take and you know it's it's a little yeah, area have i get something it. in california adventure and that's where adventure. i know uh, for the people that are over there coming out of um, the hotel straight into DCA, they're like, but where is our lounge over there on that side? Because haven't half of those rooms been converted to DVC rooms also? 
some of them in the Grand Californian, and then obviously they just created the DVC Villas at the Disneyland Hotel, so yes. But still, I'm bitter, and <laughs> I'm, I, they could have also, there's a whole, like, there's a whole um, studio now, this, the studio where they had the Avengers store. That's that's vacant. There's nothing in there now. That got moved to Avengers Campus. Anyway, I'm just being bitter, and I'm I'm bummed about that. And I think a lot of people are because it's just, you know, it's one of those things that's been there since 2001. So like if they ever touch Grizzly River Run, I'm going to be mad too. Or jump in jellyfish. Like don't touch my OG rides. Okay. <laughs> Golden Zephyr. Lord, I, I never go on that thing, but don't touch it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Dang. I didn't realize you were going to be so passionate about it, Megan. I love Beast Library. You get to find out which character you are. It's the cutest thing ever with Lumiere and Cogsworth. You got to admit, some of that technology does need to be updated, though. It, But it was. That's the thing. It kind of was. It kind of was. Aww. Like, uh, what's what was updated? The story, the way it started changed. The questions changed slightly. And the characters, they added new characters as um, movies came out and stuff. So they did update it. But the, like, touch feature and how you're supposed to just tap it lightly. Like, yeah, you tap it lightly. It doesn't work. Try it again. And you end up like just whacking the thing by the end of it, you know. Some of them, some of them, some of them were touchy. That's that's correct. Some of them worked very well, and then others, yeah, you had to like like put your elbow down on the thing and try to press it. Yeah. Right. So I get that. I'm just bitter. Oh yeah, no, it's gorgeous. <laughs> I've been in there plenty of times. That's like the one place I did end up going to almost like on each of my trips to Disneyland, and it's it's a vibe. It totally is a vibe. I got great photos in there a while back. Yeah. It's a whole vibe. I'm just sad. Anyways. I think it's more of, again, it's one of those things of like, okay, are you taking away something that's so great and replacing it with something that's mediocre? Or are you going to actually do a good job on it? That's, I think, what we're worried about. I did it as what I'm worried about. Like, I, I don't see, no one goes in the Blue Sky Cellar. Why do we need to move it to this, you know, very uh, classic nostalgic place in in uh, the animation building? So, I hope they do a good job with the space. Um, I mean, like we were just saying earlier that they took Ursula's Grotto. Ursula's Grotto has been gone now for to do ever since ever since they made Frozen. Essentially, it's been gone for a long time. And that was the third room in the Sorcerer's Workshop where you would go and you would either act or sing out a scene from a Disney movie and it would dub your voice over the scene. And for those of you who remember my fellow millennials or older, um, that was a very fun room for us because first of all, no one would ever be in there. And um, it was just a place to act silly, goofy, laugh at your own voice when you're trying to like put it to the words of this scene. Um, and uh, like Hakuna Matata was one of the songs you had Beauty and the Beast as one of the acting scenes. And um, that, and that's been gone for a while. So it's like, they, I feel like they're just, they're like slowly trying to take away the nostalgia of that building. <laughs> Well, but, and it, um, we we used yeah. to have something similar to that back in our Disney Animation Building in MGM Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. and there was yeah. a place where you could like sing into it and have your voice match up. But yeah, that got taken away a long time ago from us. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's fine. I got over that. I'm just you know, this was a cute little thing, and I'm just bummed. So please do a good job, Disney. Please and thank you. Again, we'll believe it when we see it. That's true. Very true. Um, speaking of singing, 
though, <laughs> in other in other news, our dearly beloved Chris Pine, who is our uh, quote unquote villain in the movie Wish, which I have not seen yet. I'm seeing it very soon. I have not yet. Um, yes, I'm very I'm excited to see it. I'm excited. Uh, he was um, anxious and also a little scared to uh, to sing again in his role for Wish. Um, you probably have heard his villain song on social media. It's going around because it doesn't quite fit the stereotypical villain sound for a lot of Disney music, which totally get, totally understand, and I, I do agree. Um, but he is a good singer. He sung the song uh, Agony, which I actually downloaded. I have that on oh, my such a on my phone song. from from Into the Woods. And he's a very he's a very good singer. He's a talented man in general. Uh, and that song cracks me up every time. It's just a it's a funny and dramatic song from Into overly the Woods. Dramatic. <laughs> very overly dramatic. Yes, but uh, ex- I'm excited to hear him sing this one, even though again it's it's a little more. Um, uh, the only t- phrase I can think of is frou-frou for a <laughs> villain. Um, well, but we'll see. So as we were going through, I'm actually going to have to look up their names. Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now. And something I saw so, on TikTok. Did you see this it, video? I saw, I think I saw. So you were mentioning that uh, some of these songs are written by pop um, writers and vocalists or, or lyricists. Is that right? Yes. The yes. So that's and- Julia Michaels and Benjamin Rice. Julia Michaels, I am very, very familiar with. She has written many a song for Disney. She wrote um, In This Place for Wreck-It Ralph 2, which I am a big fan of. She's but that was... Song. It's definitely a pop song. And that is more of the genre that you're going for when you're writing about... Or writing a song for a movie about the internet. Um, but for this one, you know... Julia, I love you. I think you're talented. Benjamin, don't know much about you, but it, it just, I don't know. It, I think it's too modern for me with What's this name again? type Benjamin. of movie. Benjamin Rice. Benjamin yes. Rice. Like Rice. Oh, yes. Rec- record producer. Let's see mm-hmm. some works. Let's see what songs you've done, my guy. Uh. Oh, wow. He's done a lot of stuff for like country that makes sense. I can kind of see that too. Yeah. He, he's done stuff for Lady Gaga. Actually, quite a lot for Lady Gaga. Oh, also makes sense. Uh, uh, did he? I think he... Oh, he did Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's Rain On Me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. See? I don't know. Maybe now that I'm realizing Super that... Pop. Do we do we understand, like, as I'm listening to some of the lyrics of Wish, does that make more sense now? Yes, 100%. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. Well, see, and I don't want to pass judgment because I've heard such mixed reviews. I actually ran into one of my old leaders back when I was a cast member. I ran into one of them and also another leader that just happens to follow me uh, on social media. I ran into them as they were leaving the leader preview of Wish and they, they grabbed me and they're like, Danielle, the amount of Easter eggs and how amazing this movie is. I'm like, really? Really? So I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing so many <laughs> conflicting answers. And it's just going to be one of those things. I'm mean, going to have to go and wait and see the movie myself until I pass judgment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I'm definitely going to keep, uh, keep an open mind and not going to go in with super high expectations. I have heard mixed reviews as well. I'm, I'm just excited to see it because I, yeah, I think it looks cool. I'm not going to rag on the animation style at all. I, I'm looking forward to it. 
So it I, looks cute. So if y'all want to know our full opinions on it, unfortunately, by the time the next uh, season airs, we'll probably be well past our wish era. So you make sure you're following <laughs> us, the Deborah Danielle and Megan the Magical Millennial over on the socials, where we'll probably give yes. you our reviews of these uh, the, of this movie. <laughs> We'll definitely give you our, our, our reviews and opinions for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Megan, I think it's time to bring <gasps> Danny into the studio and we yes. play a game of Wheel of Destiny. Woo! Hello, friends. Happy, happy finale. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I have to say that while you were chatting about things that like you're frustrated you know, about them doing away with it, like California Adventure and all the money, the 60 bill. I'm like, can we just like earmark, I don't know, 10 grand of that to get some new guns for Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters? Like, I feel like- New lasers that point straight. That work, that work. I was stuck (laughs) on the ride when we all were there the other day and I was stuck right in front of the Zerg that's got the hidden target on it. And I literally could not, hit i was like flashing it in front of my hand like no laser was coming i was like this is the most frustrating thing i was stuck there for like seven minutes and i was like so you could have maxed out i would have got like seven million points and i was and then finally it dawned on me to steal my daughter's gun and i started blasting (laughs) so she got 1.4 million and i got like thirty-seven thousand. so she smoked oh my gosh wow. anyway I, yeah yeah that'd be nice just some guns nice. that work i i don't ask for much um just, no. all right so we are doing the wheel of destiny this one is super popular with uh the fans the crew the fam all the people um and even though you guys have gone through so many this season we still have 32 items left on this wheel of destiny Ooh, and you're wow. going to be doing the underrated overrated perfectly rated version so i'm going to bring it up here on the screen so we gotta. That means we we have some for season three. Which oh, is we exciting. have a bunch left mm-hmm. for season three. And if listeners want to submit, we always you know say please DM us uh, at mm-hmm. Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, or you can email us Disney Countdown Show at gmail um, If you have ideas for something you would love to have featured on the Wheel of Destiny, um, we would love to. Please send it our way. So yes, here we go. Uh, let's start out, Danielle. You're first on my screen, so why don't you go ahead and give the wheel <gasps> a spin? Spinny spin. This is good. This is good for the temperature. What do you think, Danielle? So it landed on rope dropping. And y'all, okay, let's let's change this. I have a different opinion for Disney World and for Disneyland. Okay. If you are a Disney World person and you are heading to um Disneyland, their rope drop is at 8 a.m., y'all. Every day. That is Every that day. is not natural. That is that is too <laughs> early in the morning. As the nighttime person, I'm just like, oh wait, stay until close, stay until midnight, like 1 a.m. Count me in. I'm all game. That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But for Disney World, you kind of have to because our park closes so early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say for Disney World, it is perfectly rated. For Disneyland, it's overrated. (laughs) (laughs) Unless for some reason you just want that chimichanga, that breakfast chimichanga, which I'm like, I mean, it's okay. But like, 
no, it's not worth getting up that early in the morning when you can do everything. You can get all of like Fantasyland and Disneyland done in the last like two hours of the night. Become one with the nighttime girlies. Join me in the dark side. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, oh, you night owl, you. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. You, Megan? What do you think? I would say I do think that for Disney World, I believe, because I've only done it like a few times, I think it is perfectly rated for Disney World. I would say it's underrated for Disneyland. Mm. I really think there are some diehard rope droppers out there that do it every single time they come to the parks, but there are a lot of people that don't know the magic of rope dropping. And I get it, y'all. I get 8 a.m. is early. And even you got to be there earlier than that, too. You got to be at least to the gate by 745 to be there for the rope drop announcement. At least. I mean, I would suggest maybe a few minutes earlier um rope drop especially if you rope drop dca like you get the you can get the entire park done within a matter of hours i mean there's no one there's no one on pixar pier i was just there i was there around like 8 20 on a saturday and i i literally empty pixar pier is empty and so um i usually it's because all everybody goes to radiator springs racers which is fine you know you can rope drop that one too but um I just think, you know, getting there, getting so many rides done, you you get you can get breakfast items that uh, will not be available past 1030 and are pretty rare to get like the breakfast chimichanga. I personally think if you are a morning person, uh, rope dropping is is the way and it is underrated, in my opinion, over if you have like limited time and you are like determined to get stuff done, then sure. By all means, Mm -hmm. you do you, boo. But if you're part of the nighttime girlies, absolutely not. It's uh, yes. And I totally get that, Danielle. And that's that's that is you. (laughs) It's so hard for me just to be able to get into the park like around 10 o'clock and stay until midnight. Where Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, that was so late. That's a 14 hour day. It's a long day. I get it. And and Danielle is absolutely right. There's a lot of stuff. Fantasyland, Toontown, um, a lot of uh, sometimes Indiana Jones, even mm. New Orleans Square, things that you can get on in the last hour that would have no line. So she's right in that respect, too. From 11 to 12, it's like you can just run around and do as many rides as possible. But there's my but answer. But I need to know, Megan, have you gotten the pickle button yet? No. Okay. So that's one of the hardest things to do right now because, of course, it went viral <laughs> on TikTok is getting first pickle of the day. I mean, you got to fight tooth and nail to get that thing. You got to be first to the gate, run to that stand, and be first pickle of the day these days. There is no lollygagging <laughs> to get first pickle of the day. There is no getting there at 7.30. No, it's 7 a.m. And so really, again, the these gate. rope droppers and these pickle people, what is wrong with you? That is really my question. It is a badge of honor, ma'am. Is it over it? I, <laughs> I do have to say, though, I thought the way everyone was talking about it, I thought it was like a special button that was only like had a pickle on it or something. But it's just like I'm <laughs> celebrating and they wrote they write first pickle of the day on it, right? First pickle of the day. Yep. But honestly, to get that that button these days is is an honor for sure. And there's rides that you can sign a notebook, yeah. which is really cool for your first ride of the day. Winnie the Pooh and Storybook Canal Boats have that. So it's rope job. It's pretty, it's pretty cool if you can get up that yeah, early. It is. And, and, and being there, there's something about that buzz <laughs> when like the PA announcer comes over and it's like, welcome to Disneyland. You know, you're going to. And the music, and the music starts, starts playing. playing you're yeah. like, oh, I f- it feels like what it might have felt like on the first day that Disneyland was ever open and everyone was gathered there Mm -hmm. behind this rope and the music played 
And then they're like, go have the best time of your life. Um, so right. anyway, but this isn't my show yep, to host. So agreed. I'm just going to stop talking now. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. I agree, Danny. There is something very special about that. All right. We got a few more to get to here. So give it a spin, Meg. There are a few I really want to pop up here today. I do too. I do too. Oh, that was almost one of them. Dang it. Oh. Popcorn, yeah. right? Yeah. I would love I would love popcorn. Yeah. But popcorn this one's yeah. interesting too. This one's good. The tiki room. The tiki room. Oh my gosh. First thing that pops to my head is that it's underrated. I love the Tiki Room for many reasons. Uh, it's a great little break to sit down. The um, the back support is not great unless you're like in the back row or you're on the side because there's small little benches behind you. Mm-hmm. But it's air conditioned. It's a great little break. The songs are super cute. It is a classic. Walt Disney himself was uh, you know designing in that room, which is really cool. And uh, there's one song that I love, and I think it's like one of the third i think it's the third song that they sing but i just i think it's so cute and a lot of people just walk by it don't want to do it because it's an old old attraction uh but i think it's great and it holds up so i'm gonna say underrated i'm a tiki room stand <laughs> See, again this is one of those questions also, of, don't are high. disney world or disneyland land for me i have only done worlds once and that was when it was zazu and iago Oh, yeah. No, that does not. Okay. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about just like we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about. Okay. uh, Understood. (laughs) Understood. Okay. (laughs) Some people loved it. Some people. I did. As a nine year old, I loved it. I thought it was great. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I thought it was I was that kid that I was scared of everything. So having the giant tiki goddess come up, Oa, and have her like yell at Zazu and them. I got scared. She was she was scary. Uh, I 100% agree. She was a little freaky. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what was it? I think for Disneyland's, it is underrated because it is a classic it is definitely a classic your show is also longer ours has been abbreviated slightly and however disney worlds has a pre-show that y'all don't have you have a pre-show for your tiki room we do we have these two birds that come out and their audio is hilarious they talk about uh being they 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 talk to the audience is like hello and welcome to the enchanted tiki room and then they talk about going through the jungle and the other birds making the sound effects and one of my favorites is um one of the one birds talking and he's saying oh yes as the alligator lurks through the water and then there's no not a sound for an alligator lurking through the water so the other bird goes lurk 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 and i think that is just so funny so i think it's also underrated here at walt disney world and yeah so we have some slight differences but i like it just mostly for the pre-show too (laughs) that's great i didn't know that do you have the the trees and stuff that talk or like the um no we don't i mean we have references to the idols also like around where the birds are but the birds are the ones talking not going through the different gods and goddesses of the polynesian gods Okay. Okay. Cool. That's. I guess that's technically our pre-show, but that just happens in the little courtyard. So, right. Um. That's cool. Okay. Well, I need to do tiki room also next time I'm at World. Then. So. Yeah. Good to know. We'll add it another thing to the list. <laughs> add into the list. Okay. So underrated for both, which Boom. is cool. Yeah. That whole like, what is it like a waterfall mm-hmm. that like opens up or something, uh, Danielle? While you're waiting in the yeah, it's in. like the birds emerge from underneath the yeah. waterfall kind of thing. 
That's cool. It's really, really cool. They're, they're cute. Kicks aren't cute as butt. Um, and oh, I feel sure. like the cool yeah. air of the inside of the Tiki Room hits different in Orlando than it does in California. I Cool air in general hits different yeah. over well, there. And see, yeah. we talked about this a lot also while I was out there in California, is that our lines are totally different. So our pre-show is completely covered. It is like a mm-hmm. whole queue area where you guys just have a standing courtyard area uh, because you guys yeah. don't have the same weather we do. Correct. Yep. Truth. All right. Just uh, didn't need it. Give us yeah. another spin, Danielle. Let's see what pops up. Why do I? I get oh. I get nervous. Oh, we are so close, Danny. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I, I got hot takes on this too. This is a good one. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. So it landed on Mickey and Minnie ears. Y'all, I'm gonna be that person. I think they're overrated. Go. I knew she was gonna say it. <laughs> I like. Don't get me wrong. I think there are some Minnie ears and Mickey Mouse ears are super cute. There are those Minnie Mouse girlies, but. When is too much too much is really my question. <laughs> it's if in the past couple of years, it is a lot. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, Especially okay. at the price point that they're at now. I think is more. Of oh, my God. Don't do don't even get me started on that. Don't even get me started. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Back a little in bit. my day, when I was a cast member, those ears only cost you less than $15 a pop. Now they're up to what? Some of them are up to 40 Yes. So the regular ones are 35. The light up ones are 40. And some of these lounge fly slash designer ones are 45 or higher. Yeah. Or higher. I remember. Unless you're Megan who buys. Well, yeah. Unless you're Megan who decides to buy a $450 pair on a random day. Um, Just (laughs) because. But we, okay. diamonds we, ran, we ran into a couple people while we were in California and some of them came yeah. up to you and just like, you're the one that convinced me to buy the ears. And I was just like, what? That happened today. Again, I was like, oh my God. Tissy needs to give you a commission check, Megan, because you're the reason why those ears are selling. Because I'm not the one I, promoting them. I'll tell you that. I started, it's so, so funny, that one video, I started making it about the holiday merch and all of a sudden a cast member, literally as I was filming, walked by me and was like, listen, the Swarovski ears are here. You should go. There's one pair left. You should go and film them. I was like, okay, let's go. No intention of buying them. But and I was just like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> it's the last pair. Why not? Let's go. Let's make poor decisions. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Yeah, just, you know. Um, yeah, so that, that happened. Anyways, uh, I, so there, so therefore I am an ears girly. Y'all know this. I am an ears girly. They're always in my videos. I got a pair on and, but I'm not going to say they're underrated for sure. They're not underrated by any means. I would say perfectly rated because they're of not just the parks ones, because some of the parks ones y'all are like, I'm going to use the U word. They're flat out ugly. Like, let's just be completely honest here. Like, they're, some of them do not look good. But however, then on the other hand, some of them are gorgeous. Like you have the bell ears that I had to get because I love bell. Um, there are some in the past that like my, my favorite are the emerald green ones that I got in like 2017 or something. So they've had gorgeous pairs and they have had obviously the designer ones. They work with specific designers or supermodels like Heidi Klum made a pair. 
Um, and they're very, very pretty. Some of them are also, and also what they have done over the last couple of years is that they've tried to loosen up the headband to make it more comfortable on your head because the, the ear head dent is a real thing. You will get dents on the side of your head from wearing that all day. So there's that, but just the fact that you can style them up, you can, you can wear these, uh, you know, millions of different pairs that they have right now. And, um, the collections are, I, you know, just props to anybody who also has a collection. I just, they're just fun. So I say perfectly rated. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm not one to be like, oh, I dislike them. They're just not for me. I love seeing them I totally on get other that. people. Yeah. I love seeing them mm-hmm. on you, Megan. It's just, I, that's right. just something I do not feel the need to collect whatsoever. <laughs> and just absolutely, totally support that. No need to start. Because <laughs> they're expensive, like you said. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Well, here's uh, the good news, Megan. Right. If you don't want them anymore, you can sell them online. They're going for like 550 bucks. So, Are yeah. they really? Really high markup, though. I was going to say, oh, yeah, I'll you wait. may want to hold on a that bit. a little bit. See if they um, wait till they officially sell value. out everywhere. <laughs> True. Pro move. Not that we yeah. condone those actions, but you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. Um, And I love like the tip that I saw you give, and I feel like it's popping up on social media a lot, is like taking the leather ears over to the, Mm -hmm. what is it, the, um, what's it called? Plaza Plaza Point. Point, And getting them to like custom write your name on it. Like I just think that's a cool thing to do. And it's not expensive either. Yes. No, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You can get uh, get your name and some designs on there that are really pretty in different colors. So that part is fun. And the, the plain black leather ears are right now, they're everywhere in the park. So um, they, they go in like these weird waves, like they'll have a ton and then they'll disappear and be gone for like three months and then they'll come back. So um, right now they're there. And uh, definitely if you're around for the holidays, go customize them at Plaza Point. Or by the way, a tip in the middle of the podcast, um, Plaza Point does have a very long, they actually extended the line out of the store because sometimes it gets really long. There is another customizable spot over in um, Kingswell mm. shop in DCA. There's a whole nother table over there so they can customize them too. Just so you guys know, there's never anybody over That's there. That's brilliant. Wait, where so, is that at at DCA? Yeah. The King the Kingswell is the first store on your right. So where the ornaments oh, okay. were sold over Love there. It. Mm-hmm. And pins. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we can do one more spin here. Uh, Here we go, Meg. Let's do it. Come on, popcorn bucket. Collectible popcorn buckets. (laughs) Watch you to say it and it's not going to give you it. It's so close again. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Doing it to mock you. Yes. Wait, this is a good one though. Oh no. Oh no. Yes. Pixar Pal Around is underrated (laughs) (laughs) no it's overrated (laughs) i think 25 percent of disney adults and disney people would agree with me and 75 percent would be like you're insane this is yeah absolutely not um i love pixar pal around mickey's fun wheel the sun wheel whatever it was called when the park first opened i um i do love it we would be um very rebellious teenagers and stand up on the gondolas i'm outing myself here because uh no uh teenage megan sometimes did not follow the rules and we'd like stand up and surf the swinging and um i just i do for some reason in my in my old age as i'm 31 years old i do get a little nauseous these days um for some reason when i like look out or something. I, I do get a little bit nauseous, but the act of swinging and the jump that you get when the wheel's still spinning. Um, I just love it. I think it's so fun. And again, as, as I've said in previous episodes, the one 
the, the rides where there are no seatbelts, there's that feeling of like, like risk, you know, I'm a big fan because your girl's an adrenaline junkie. So Pixar Pal Around is underrated to the magical millennial. And Danielle is going to say the exact opposite of what I'm saying right now. <laughs> Danielle is going to say, absolutely not. You are overrated. I think you are wrong. This is a safety hazard. No. We're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> the ride has actual barf bags in it, just in case. It's the only ride that has that. Because your barf bag. <laughs> because it sucks. They have to stop the wheel to clean out vomit. I've been stuck before for a while when they've had to clean out vomit in the gondolas. So they're like, please use the bag. Awful. That's awful. Because then, okay, so imagine this. Like, you're swinging, right? You're you're being a rebellious Megan, and you're, like, trying to surf on the wave, the giant go- thing going up. But then the cart above you all of a sudden has, like, a barf catastrophe, and it just rains down onto the cars below. That's all I picture, and I think that's just so awful. <laughs> that that makes me queasy. I don't like that. <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> Megan's going to have that imagery next time, and she's like, what if the people up above us start to lose their lunch? That's going to be unfortunate. <laughs> very unfortunate. No, thank you. <laughs> See, that's what I think about. That's why. It, oh, no. No. Oh, no. Thank you. But end of discussion. I understand. Okay. I understand. That was, but that was a fun one to spin and to, for me to rant about my craziness. So before you. I get it. Thank you. <laughs> Something just dawned on me. Are, is the gondola design on Pixar Pal Around similar to that of the Skyliner in Orlando? No. No, I mean the Skyliner is definitely bigger. Bigger, it's, it's right? A lot, lot uh, wider and just longer. But it, it, you know, those gondolas, I guess, have similar designs where you have to open the doors from the middle. Right. So I mean, yeah, yeah. They're oh, similar, they're but they're the same. It's actually the same company that uh, has gondolas out in the Alps and over in Europe. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and there's one specific that. family that does all the wiring on the cables for it oh gosh somebody was telling me about this earlier and uh they had to go through and redo it because here recently because they did not factor in how much the humidity in florida weather is so different compared to the more colder climates that these uh these gondolas are usually in and uh they've so they're having to make it a regular maintenance thing to go through and replace all the wiring and rewire these so Danielle, have you ever seen, when I was at Disney World last, like riding on the Skyliner, I was like, how long is that cable and how the heck do they get it up there? It, I, I, somebody told me the exact number that worked over there and I do not remember, but it's broken up into different sections. So it's not like one continuous cable, okay. but they are very it. long, long cables and there are only there's that there's only that one family that is allowed to do it mm-hmm. that's wild that's absolutely wild. i'd love to see a video of them like fixing it and putting it oh, in yeah. place and how they get it up there and what the system is this is how my brain works this is what i'm interested in oh, um yeah. Very well, anyway this has been a blast thank you for playing uh wheel of destiny with me and thanks for an amazing uh season can't wait to see what y'all do uh, in season three next year it's gonna be a blast Yay. Thank you, Danny. Right. Super excited. Yay. Yay. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Megan. Well, it's time okay. to go ahead and jump into this countdown that Danielle has royally messed up. So let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> well, here. Oh, I, this is going to be fun. I think we should recap our, our 10 yeah. through 6. And do you yes. want to start off first or you don't want me to start off? Sure. I, I can start us off. I Let's do that. Okay. So my number 10 um, was Magic Happens. The parade that um, is currently suspended right now at the Disney Resort. And uh, the number nine, the Frightfully Fun Parade, which I'm a big fan of for Iggy Boogie Bash at DCA. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Believe in Holiday Magic Fireworks. It's just been around for our almost 25 years, and I am a big fan. Sorry to the it haters. Cute. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so cute, right? Uh, number seven is Paint the Night. Definitely a fan favorite parade over here in Disneyland. And then my number six, Disneyland Forever, which is also a super fan favorite fireworks show in Disneyland. Good one. Mm-hmm. All right. My uh, 10 through six was number 10 was Lights Motor Action over in MGM back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine was Main Street Trolley Show in Magic Kingdom. Number Love. eight is Holiday Wishes, our old holiday fireworks show in Magic Kingdom. Number seven was Harmonious. And then number six was Mickey's Twas the Night Before Christmas, which was a show in the Very Merry Christmas Parties up until 2008. Love. Nice. Love that list. All right. Uh, Well, let's get into number five, yes? Yes, I think so. Okay, so... My number five. I get so excited now because I like love all these shows so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So my number five um, is a, a very recent one, recent as in this year. It's World of Color One, which was introduced and started for the Disney, the D100 celebration at California Adventure. And I got to be honest with you guys, this show um, was one that had to grow on me a little bit. When I first saw it, I was like, yeah, it was okay. I re- but I, I really loved the original. So that's why I was like, ah, like I, you know, one was cool, but I watched it from like the very, very front. And then the second time I watched it, watched it from further back so I could see everything all in, you know, I didn't have to move my head as much. And that did it for me. I was like, oh yeah, no, that, that was good. I liked that a lot. And I also just appreciate because one one of the, my favorite parts of World of Color is the fireball that comes up like the giant fire yes. through the middle. And that's literally the last thing that happens in World of Color one. And I just it just makes my heart so happy <laughs> seeing the fire go whoosh up in the air and create that circle in the sky that people fear as a UFO every night that it's cloudy. Um, <laughs> that's don't worry, guys. It's just fire. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just I love a show. My my favorite parts are uh, the Star Wars and then the Moana part, where it's like the almost the climax of the show. Yeah, so. that's pretty cool. See, I've only seen Thanks. the original World of Color, which was amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I have not seen World of Color 1, but I did get to see the holiday version on the last night that I was out there in California, which it was cute. But I don't know if I remember. I don't think I've liked it as much as the original World of Color. It did make me a little emotional in certain parts of it because they showed like Mm -hmm. all the characters like hugging and everything like that. I was just like, oh, that's so cute. But I don't know. It was but it was really cute, though. It was really good. It's very cute. Yes. I'm glad you like that one. Yeah, that was good. Well, my number five is has some interesting like not issues right now but there is a petition to bring it back right now Ooh, okay. and that is the citizens of hollywood over oh. in hollywood studios and they were the walk around characters they were all there up until the point of us closing and oh, nice. they were fantastic there were multiple different characters they're all themed after different uh like eras of like hollywood movie stars um and their characters were great they had great little ab lib uh i don't i don't even know how to describe it just so many great moments and they Mm -hmm. really brought the atmosphere and the vibes to hollywood studios and they decided disney decided that this was going to be the chance to just go ahead and remove the role entirely cancel the show entirely and uh according to my little entertainment friends there is no plan for disney to bring them back and they just they're just labeling as like it's a retired show it's done really yeah and so so many people are upset about it there's a petition out there right now to have it come back and to clarify y'all this is not being put on by anybody in disney entertainment these are all just fans of the show that are interested in bringing this back. Uh, entertainment is kind of like, well, yeah, it'd be cool if it comes back. But if it doesn't, then it just doesn't. That's just showbiz. As they say in the in the, in the, in the term, it's just showbiz. Got to cancel it to be able to do other stuff. But I would love to see this show, these performers come back in some way or another because they were so iconic to Hollywood studios. I don't know if it actually... You know what? Now that I think about it, I don't know really if this show or these uh, performers would really have the same impact to our post Panini guest. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I get that. Like, would yeah. would More would people sense. be wanting it to be exactly like the old? And if it's not, like a lot of those performers, they no longer work for Disney either. So. If they if you don't have those same people come back, are people going to be like, oh, well, it's not the same. Well, of course it's not the same. You don't have the same actors. Right, right. I don't know. Could be. I think it's cute. And I think that would be a a very, you know, it'd be a warm welcome, I think. It would. It definitely would. Studios. Yeah. So that's why that one made my number five. Because I was like, oh, that'd be great. Because Hollywood Studios is one of my favorite parks. I would love to see the Roman characters. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I would also sign the petition to bring them back for you. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Moving on to number four. We have, oh, <laughs> World of Color original. <laughs> the OG World of Color. I It's just, what can you say about it? It's so good. The only thing that got me, which kind of made me like chuckle internally when, uh, like the transition between Mufasa's, um, you know, Mufasa and Simba to this like love song between all the princes. It was like this like straight transition between one of the saddest moments in Disney movie history to like, oh, just kidding. Everybody's in love. And the song So Close would play from Enchanted. And I was like, what? What is this? Did it it end on 
Simba or Mufasa saying, remember who you are? Or was it like... No, it was dad. <laughs> or like, it was like, um, yeah. Oh. So it was Simba saying dad. And then it would show him next to Mufasa's body. And then like, cut to like Cinderella and like Belle and the Beast and like love stories. I was, I always, since I saw it in like 20, oh my gosh, what was that? 2008. I was like, what was that transition? Like, I'm going to need something smoother than that, y'all. Choices were made. Like, we didn't even try to go into, like, a little bit of Akuna Matata into Can You Feel the Love Tonight and then get into that. No, they chose, like, or something. No, the parents are dead. Like, overcoming. Love conquers right. all. <laughs> right. Like, so, some song where you, they, like, overcome something sad or, you know, traumatic. But no, it went straight into that. So I thought that was so interesting. But anyways, the the entire, the show in its entirety is beautiful and one of my favorites of all time. Hence why it's number four, of course. But, uh, yeah, the reason it's not number one is because of that transition. <laughs> like, I always thought it was so strange. And let me know, guys, if you, like, I would, lo- I would love to, if you want to DM me, that you agree. Because I, I feel like I'm the only one that feels that way. I've, I've probably never you know haven't voiced it enough but let me know if you agree if you remember world of color original so thanks <laughs> all right let's hear it danielle what's your number four my number four is the boo to you halloween parade oh there it is i i, I had somebody messaging me they're just like wait danielle are you not gonna mention boo to you i'm like hold your horses it will be mentioned in the episode <laughs> calm down i you still got one through five right like honestly this parade well oh gosh see this is another one too where i'm like oh the okay boo to you and the hocus pocus villain spectacular would have been tied for mm-hmm. this so i kind of just lumped it into one but really the entertainment gotcha. for mickey's halloween mickey's not so scary halloween party is what sells the ticket for me that I find the value in it is for the parade alone and for the the stage shows, I think is, I think it's so good. I love it. Like more so than even just the candy though. I am a candy girly, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I, it, that is, uh, it's iconic. It really is. As much as I don't necessarily like the song, it is iconic. So I'm, I mean, I'm full support. My, the, the song at the end, it's good to be bad. Did make my song, spooky countdown list so of course of course the parade's gonna have a higher uh thing up here in the entertainment section (laughs) yes 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 all right i i'm full support danielle i love that choice for your number four yes okay what about number Number three Oh, oh, it's the one Walt Disney World show I have on this list. And it is Happily Ever After at Magic Kingdom, which I saw this year for the first time ever in person. Um, Make it. Uh, My number three is also Happily Ever After. Stop. No way. <laughs> yes. We it's have our, one it's crossover. our first one that is out of all 20 episodes. Is this our first one that we actually had one that landed on the exact same spot in both of our lists? I, f- I feel like we had one other that was the opposite where you said it first and then I said it. I feel like that, that was Are in there sure? somewhere. Or that was like, I think so. it was a number seven and yours was a number eight. Oh, maybe, maybe. <gasps> I think this Wait, is oh, the no, first I gotta one. I got to re-listen to all of our 20 episodes. Okay. Yeah. Um. This might be the first one. This is so exciting. And it's happily ever after, which is literally the most famous because of social media and all that. The most famous show, I think, in all of Disney parks. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So um, I saw it for the first time ever in April and totally completely understood why it 
it deserves all the hype. It is a beautiful, I had chills. I was crying at some parts. It is an absolutely gorgeous show put together um, from the Hunchback of Notre Dame song to Tinkerbell Flying and just that the Happily Ever After song in general with uh, Jordan Fisher. Oh, it's so good. It's worth the hype, everybody, for sure. It really is. I don't know. I feel like because there are some shows, like I think that's maybe why I didn't love world of color the holiday season one was because i felt like there Mm -hmm. wasn't a story to build into it as much if that makes sense where happily ever Mm -hmm. after has that has the beginning it has the middle it has the end of like oh you're establishing your characters love all of a sudden you have the villains come in and they're attacking the castle and then the heroes come in and conquer all and dreams win i don't know i feel like there's just a story that's being told very very well and happily ever after and that's why i think it's so high on a lot of people's lists 100 percent agree yeah the the way everything transitions it's so smooth like there is like some great storytelling in there and the the melodies and they're just great everything's great about it so yeah the the projections on the castle oh my gosh amazing oh yeah yeah oh yeah and to see so i i did have the great privilege of going and seeing it with a bunch of cast member friends when it did return Mm -hmm. and they added the projections onto main street usa that was such a cool moment it was so good yeah that's so cool Mm -hmm. yeah that's it's just the best for sure not too much else to say about it over there magic kingdom one for number three for both of our lists yay i think so too top three all right well do you want to share your number two now (laughs) yes let's move to number two and uh i I don't know if people are gonna agree with me on this one maybe not walt disney world people but i put wondrous journeys at number two and i have to say i think wondrous journeys was our happily ever after Mm -hmm. over inland um it is it was a celebration for the d100 um the but from the song that they made to again the projections they included every single animated Disney movie in that show. Um, It was just, I miss it. And I really hope it comes back at some point because it's, it's just absolutely beautiful. I love the, um, the part where Baymax comes in or it's uh, immortals by follow boy to, to the ending, the finale. And it's just, it gives me chills every time. Um, or it, it gave me chills, excuse me, because it is gone. See, again, I'm, right I'm shocked at how short that was too, though. It was, yeah, I'm like, you made this entire beautiful fireworks show just for, what, uh, 10 months? Not even, nine months? It's that. Yeah. It, it I was think a, a lot of people are hoping that it does come back I after think the new year. And that's the way everybody's kind of assuming. I think it will. Um I feel like they're going to bring back Disneyland forever or something at some point too, but Wondrous Journeys is one of the best fireworks shows they've ever made, for sure. I mean, you put that much money into Baymax and some of those other elements, you better bring them back. I know. That's what I'm saying. They had the Blue Fairy too in there. Like, Mm -hmm. they made made that one too. So, yeah, I loved it. And I just, every time I had the opportunity to see it, I would, so... Uh, the the photos looked really really cool i hate i never got to experience that one so maybe if it comes back then i'll just have to come back and check it out you definitely do yes we're gonna bring you back for that oh for sure (laughs) for sure well my number two right because that's what we're on yes Mm -hmm. is festival of the lion king here at walt disney world's animal kingdom yeah i love that show it's so good (laughs) I've, i've talked about this also in our song episode and if you get the right 
performer with that really low bass voice and he sings be prepared and all the songs oh goosebumps every single time the tumble monkeys i'm so happy that they finally came back uh yes it is it is an icon and a staple of animal kingdom and she she's beautiful she's always well done Mm, fantastic she is beautiful. I I saw that show for the first time this year, once again this year, and it uh, it blew me away. Really good. Totally understood the hype behind that one, too. Yeah. Would love to see it again soon. Oh, yes. Love that, oh, yes. Danielle. Love that you put that at your number two. It's oh, great. Thank yous. Thank yous. And I'm not even a big Animal Kingdom fan, but I do love that show. <laughs> it's right. You're, yeah, you're not, you're not a big Animal Kingdom person, but... Uh, See, I love that. That, that the, show, your one of your least favorite parks has the best show. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Honestly, yes. Amazing, amazing. Well, Danielle, before we get into our number one pick for Disney shows, because this is our finale for season two, I just want to thank you guys again so much for listening to this season of the Disney Countdown Show. It has been such a blast to to do this every week to chat with Danielle. Uh, thank you to our producers, Danny, Chris, uh, Amelia, who was with us for a time and has uh, uh, moved on to something really, really fun. And we hope we see him uh, next in year the next at some season. point, but um, in the next season. Yeah. So, but just, yeah, thank you guys for listening and joining along. It's this awesome adventure that we have started um, with Disney Countdown. And we are so, so excited to bring you the next season and have far more fun countdowns. We will get into so many cool things, cool themes. Oh, in so, our holiday thank episode, you, thank you. our special holiday yes. episode, we do have a release date of that as well. That is going to be releasing on uh, December 4th. And that's going to be the special episode that we filmed with Santa J. Claus in yes, Disneyland. In Disneyland. And yeah. just a great little bonus just to get you in the holiday spirit and the holiday feels in the beginning of December. So we can't wait for you fill- all to hear that yes. as well. Yes, and fill the the little of the the break that we have before season three. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yes. And of course, if you need some more content to get you through the break, you can become a paid subscriber on Apple or Spotify or join the Patreon fam. We do have a lot of awesome and fun bonus episodes waiting for you. We also have a bonus episode from this countdown coming very soon. So uh, that'll be hopefully enough to get you through until January. See, so. you know, if they were, if 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 everybody was really smart about it, they become a paid subscriber now. And then we have 10 bonus episodes and they can go back and like space them out over the month of yes. December and they can go back and listen to the bonus episodes and I'll just help bridge the time into uh, January. I think that that'd be a smart move. That's, that's a saying. good idea for the pacing. That is a good idea. I, yes. I think so. Agreed. Agreed. And of course, you can always follow us on the socials as well. Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok and Threads, Pod Disney on X and our personal, of course, our personal socials, which we will be posting content as we do constantly. The Magical Millennial underscore. We will be fighting the the algorithm during the holiday season as we do. She becomes, she just gets all sassy and moody during the holiday season. We don't like her very much. That's okay. That's okay. We, but that, you know what? It gives us time to focus on family and the holiday spirit in general and things that really matter for the holiday season. So I, I I put that into perspective, in that perspective, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I get to eat more carbs and cheese. Are you ready, Danielle, (laughs) to get into our new, our number one Disney park show of all time? Cause I I got mine right here. Okay. And you you mentioned it, it, you mentioned it earlier. Really? (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's okay if you didn't like it as much as I do. It's World of Color Season of Light. <laughs> I, I know. I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's, uh, and I think it's coming from someone who has seen it. I mean, literally last year, I uh, did like a live stream where I did 25 days of lives. And I that was a wow. show that I would take people to just to record it live on TikTok. And so I've seen it many, many times. And every single time, especially during the final song, it just gives me like full body chills. And they also added this thing where they have a big old presence and there's machines in there that make foam hearts and they send them off them. into the sky during the, yes. So that it's that working so really cool. well this year, which I'm glad. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And so as this like gorgeous song is playing at the end, you okay, have these that- foam hearts going up. I did have the feels with, and I did literally cry when at the end song. Because isn't it beautiful? It was. It's so beautiful, and then it like makes me emotional now. I'm just like like thinking about it and the message behind it, and I also, of course, I do love the part where it goes into um I think Carol of the Bells, this like rock orchestra version during the Goofy scene. Love that. It's so much fun, and all the lights go on on Incredicoaster, and it like almost blinds you. It's so bright, but um, it is the finale song that gets me the most. I've never seen a more beautiful finale ever in a disney show what's the song called it, it's uh let there be peace on earth but let, let it, it be begin with me earth. yes that's, that's the, or the that's lyrics, a lyric yes yeah. oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. good so good it's and the so good. the voices and the orchestration for that mm, that okay yes. Megan, i understand i understand <laughs> thank you thank you thank you i really appreciate it it just uh, i just love it and the voice the uh, the main voice and I, i'm so sorry i cannot think of her name right now she is an amazing singer she has done multiple um She's worked with Disney multiple times. She is a voice in the Fantasmic show during the princess scene. Um, yeah, she's she's sang for she's sung for Disney on numerous occasions. Oh, wow. So, but that is her, and she's absolutely phenomenal. So I there is my number one World of Color season of light, which I will be seeing again at some point this week. <laughs> I think my number one is gonna surprise some people. <gasps> oh, I'm excited. Okay. My number one. Is Beauty and the Beast live on stage? Really? Oh. Yeah. I was really I'm looking surprised. at my list and I was like, is this really my number one? It's the one show that I feel like I go and I have to see every time I'm in Hollywood studios. And there are like, I mean, there are, unfortunately, there are good versions of Belle. And then you do have good versions of Gaston. But if you get mm-hmm. a great, really who it is, Gaston makes that show. If <laughs> you get the right again that baritone voice and then they he sings the mob song and oh so good so good every single oh my time God. Yes, yes and the the dancers are amazing one of my dream cosplays that i really want to do really really want to do is madame parfait she she has one cameo in the entire show and it is this parfait costume she comes out and it looks like a cup Right. And then she has this whipped cream hat topper with like a candy cane or something coming out of it. And so she comes out and it's during Be Our Guest. And she's the one that's singing the opera notes in Be Our Guest. (gasps) And they have her unveil and she is full whipped cream headpiece, this blinding pink sparkles and ruffles. And her nickname is Madame Parfait. I love that. She sings the opera piece and she's just going at it. An icon, a legend. She nobody works harder than her, and I want to cosplay <laughs> her so bad. <laughs> that is amazing, and I cannot wait until the day that I see that. And I, I fully like 
I, I can't I wait till to you go do to the next D23. <laughs> Maybe I'll cosplay as her at D23 and see <gasps> how many like perfect. Disney World people recognize her. Yes. Oh my God. That'd be the perfect occasion for it too. Yes. <gasps> the, shore, the show floor people would hate me in the headpiece, but yes. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fine. It's There's huge. been crazier. There's been crazier costumes out there. It's okay. <laughs> accurate, accurate. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, good. Especially because Beauty and the Beast show. and Belle's my favorite. That was great. Yes. And I, I got to see that again. Another one I need to see again next time I'm there because I haven't seen it, I think, since I was nine or something like that. So and they updated all the costumes. It's gorgeous yes. now. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a must for the next time I'm out there. But yay. Oh, I love that, Danielle. Amazing, amazing, and an amazing end to our season two. Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun, Danielle, and I am very much looking forward to season three and all of the fun countdowns we have in store for you guys. So many more lists that we have to cover and so many different topics of conversation. More, more rants that I need to go on. Oh, so many things. So many things. More rants. More rants. We'll sure we'll start to have some Disney news, you know, as the new year rolls around. Oh, yes. And, as we uh, get into a new season of, uh, oh, gosh, we have some more n- movies coming out next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Some things are supposedly supposed to open. We'll see if Epcot finally we'll has see. construction walls down by then. I'll believe again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll believe it when we see it. When we see it. That's right. <laughs> Oh, man. But thank you guys again so much for listening and just vibing along with us for season two. We are so happy to be doing this and we're extremely excited to be back for the next season. So thank you again and hope you enjoy the holidays and your your winter breaks, what have you. Um, But we can't wait to see you very, very soon. And until then, have a very magical day. And night, night, sleep tight, dream of churros tonight. So sad. It's so sad the episode's over. <laughs> That's it for now. Yay!